guys. Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 76. Okay, Lauren, have you ever experienced deja vu? Oh, all, well, all the time. But it actually has been a while since I've done it. But oh, done it. Like it's an experience. I've yeah. done it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I used to have it all the time. I had it you? many times. I, I don't feel like I've had it a lot, but I had an experience. When did we go to the school rally? Was that last week oh, or two weeks oh, ago? Oh, the protesty thingy? Well, not protest, rally. Yeah, that was two weeks ago? Two weeks ago? Two Mondays ago, probably? It happened to me big time when we were at the rally. Oh, really? I don't even think I told you about it, but like, it's still with me. Like that feeling. That so like haunting tell me, tell, feeling. Explain to me what deja vu is to you. What is your experience when you have it? Okay, so I can remember we were at the rally and I was actually sitting on the ground and there was a girl speaking, a yeah. student speaking. And it just like came over me, this whole feeling like I have been here before. Yeah. I've had this exact moment before. I've been sitting here surrounded by these people. I've heard her talk. Like I've been here with Lauren and Kim. Like it was weird and creepy and like made my skin crawl a little bit. Really? And I'm still thinking about it. It was like that big of a day. Like I've had levels, but it, it like went on for like, 60 seconds and it was like this is weird oh no I've definitely experienced deja vu and I say the same thing oh my gosh I've been here before like I'm having deja vu and I wonder what it is oh you know I researched it oh oh, okay you're gonna tell us yeah I am because it's like really well a couple things okay I have been obsessed with this well I finished it a little while ago oh bones do you know where I'm going with this mentalist no 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 no. tv there is a Netflix show called the story of God with Morgan Freeman. Oh yeah, you've been talking about that. Yes. I love it so much. It's like a document documentary. Document documentary? How do you say that word? Documentary. Documentary. Thank you. That was so unlike you, Sarah. <laughs> Not to say that. Right. Holy crap. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so it's a really good series where he like takes a concept of religion. So that's say right. for and he example, explores around the world. Yeah. Right? And he travels. So like for example, he'll talk about um, the afterlife, and he'll go see what like Hinduism believes, Christianity, like, and he travels all around, right? Ever since watching that, there was, I don't even remember, this is how uneducated I am about these things, which religion it is that believes in multiple lives, like reincarnation. Oh, yes, you've told me this. Oh, my gosh. But, like, it kind after I watched that, I was like, wow, that is so fascinating. And so cut to me being there having deja vu, and I'm like, was this a previous life? Was were I you a, was I here before? Were you the bird in the tree? Was I before? the bird and <laughs> watching this before? <laughs> no, I, right? It so, was creepy. Sure. Okay, so I did go googling. You oh, know, I went to Doctor Google course. like really fast, and they say that it's actually. A, let me guess. Let me guess. Yeah, let me guess. Guess is, is it, it the brain like delaying? like a registering what's happening or something like and it plays it back really quickly or kind some sort of. of processing so what it's they've actually tried it's it's like a really hard thing for science to study because there's no predicator of when it's going to come on like it's just so unpredicted unpredictable mm-hmm. when like the onset of deja vu and stuff like that so they've tried to recreate it but not very successfully using like virtual reality and um hip, hypnosis that's right yes. they put people under hypnosis give them an experience wake them up and then try and you know create oh, the experience again yeah anyway what they the general consensus from the scientific community is that it's a memory phenomenon where we are experiencing a similar 
experience that we've already had before, but not exactly. So our brain, so we've had like a similar experience and our brain can recognize certain similarities and it's started, it's like trying to find, but it can't recall the original memory. Does that make sense? Okay. So like, instead of being able to recall the original memory, it's like, finding little pieces in your Mm -hmm. memory that look and feel familiar and it leaves you with this kind of weird creepy because your your brain doesn't know what to do with it essentially isn't that wild yeah that is wild it is no when you do experience deja vu it is just like a weird I don't know why this one has sat with me but it has been like the weirdest I was gonna say the fact you can like recall onto that moment I can't like tell you one time I did it and experienced deja vu but I I probably do two or three times a year like do you I, yeah, I probably yeah, I probably do. Oh, see, and honestly. you have a really good memory. See, I just don't have a really good memory. I I don't know. I really don't experience it that much, but it was weird. But this is funny. This makes me think of I don't know why. This is this is so off the cuff, not what I planned on. But do you believe in like Oh gosh. I know this is so like next Here we level. go. Mediums. Oh, I don't know man. why. I, when you describe the brain and processing and sensing things, and, that is a whole and creepy thing. Oh, I know. This is a whole topic. thirty minutes conversation. Well, I watched but, the show Medium. Oh, well, there's been multiple different types of shows. There's the girl, the Long Island Medium. Oh, her. But then yes. there's like that Allison cute blonde gay, gay guy too. I oh, don't know him. Oh, who's that? Allison Dubois is like the famous one from yes, Phoenix. I know the name. Right? Wait, is she a medium or psychic? She calls herself a medium. That's okay. the show's name that the was medium. made after okay. her. Okay, okay. And I don't she, I've never seen her show. Yeah, she has dreams and says that she gets like premonitions and and things like that. I don't know. It seems a little far-fetched for me. I don't know if I believe in mediums. Do you? Someone who can and when you say a medium, someone who can communicate with the dead. That's yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, essentially, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's primarily what they're doing. That's what it means. Um do you believe in them? No, I I don't think I do, but it is weird how like how they pull this stuff out. I don't know if it's what do, do you mean? think it's fake? Because I they think... do like they do they do say things that trigger the person, they know things that only that person would know. Mm-hmm. How do they know those things? Like mm-hmm. is it just an act? Do they do some sort of fake thing? Yeah. I mean, how could someone live with themselves that they're just faking to all these like grieving people? Real? I think there's so many people, con artists out oh, there who do that's stuff awful. like that. Oh, yeah. But so totally. I do feel like maybe there's some sort well, of like people that do have some sort of closeness to yes. that spirit world. Yes. And I do feel like maybe they could translate. But then I know that like goes against so many like religious yes, concepts do, in my in my world, I guess. But I do think there are people who are like close to that like if you want to call it like yeah. a spirit world. Yeah, I do think. Or they're more in tune with that. Yes, and they're blessed to be more in tune. But then I also think, and I love how all my knowledge comes from TV shows. Okay, yes. first of all. <laughs> it's so great You're about how to much talk about the ghost whisper, aren't you? I'm about to talk about the mentalist. The I'm, mentalist. I'm She's deep, on to the mentalist, guys. I'm deep in the mentalist right now. But he, the whole show starts out with, he is this famous psychic and oh, he's a psychic. He's a psychic, but one of these like going on Oprah psychics and oh, like, you know, making yeah, millions yeah, yeah. of dollars, yeah. all the stuff. And he calls out a serial killer in the pilot episode. And long story short, I'm not ruining anything here. It's in the pilot. The serial killer kills his wife and his daughter. And so he pretty much 
says, okay, I'm leaving all that behind. It's fake. I was faking it the whole time. Like, I'm going to go help them catch this guy. Like, I'm going to use my skills to help them catch. So anyway, he says throughout the whole show, there's no such thing as psychics. But he is incredibly, um, like, intuitive. And he picks up on, like, the smallest little details of that are like indicators of somebody's life. You know what I mean? And so I do think that maybe people are just way more perceptive than we could ever be. Like he will look at like the wear or like calluses on people's hands or like tan lines or like things that we don't ever, ever think about. And he'll draw conclusions based on like, where, and he'll pull something out to make them be like, oh my gosh, you, yes, you're a psychic. You knew it. Yes. That, you know, so I do think there's people who know how to read things and situations and little clues, and then they say it in such a way to make you believe it. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So no, that's making me think of the show Psych, too. Yeah, even though exactly. it's like Same thing. humorous. Yeah. I, I'm loving that you're watching so many oh, old shows, like shows it. that were on five, ten years ago. But I'm old. Now, I mean, oh, stop it. No, I will say I love a scripted show. Yes, And there's do. just like Absolutely. not many of there's them not anymore. Many. Yeah. Absolutely. They're and all like reality love, now. Yeah, I love a scripted show. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, that was a 10-minute rant. Yeah, that That's was okay, a, though. But interesting. Love you got to go on go on Instagram and tell us if you believe in mediums. Well, And, and if you have deja vu. And it's funny you even bring up the psychic thing really fast. We were in, where were we the other day? Anyways, I, I, I went to a psychic. Did you know that? I did know did that. Did I tell you that? Tell the story. My senior I do year, know this. Yes. George was giving me the hardest time the other day. He's like, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you went <laughs> to a psychic. You're like, who are you? And I was uh, just just graduating from high school. Maybe I just graduated. Me and my cousin, Jill, went to Flagstaff to her cabin, um, like a mountain town, not far. And... Um, I don't know. We were like in a weird stage in our lives, transitional. And I was, and we literally, and we took my little sister, Emily, who's like probably 15, 16 at the time, way to be like an oh example. Yes. And we go to a psychic and she totally like read me or whatever they do. And I can't really remember what she said. I don't remember being like mad impressed, like, oh my gosh, yeah. how'd she know that? Yeah. But there were like little things. And you know, people obviously are going to a psychic wanting to hear something. Yes. So they're like perking up for something. But it's just funny being, I, I totally, I don't believe in psychics. I really don't believe anyone could see the future or predict anything. But well, let it me ties into this. that medium thing yeah. of like, are they, yes, intuitive? Are they tied into a spirit of a prompting of something? Yeah. And that's like weird. Well, my mom went to a psychic. She has a famous story of when she was doing the exact same thing. She was like 18, 19 years old or something like that. Went to a psychic with her girlfriend, with her friend. Yeah. And asked the psychic, can you tell me who I'm going to marry? Yes, right. That's like the, the, the question. And the psychic did tell her. I can't see his face, but I know his name will start with a D. Oh, weird. And it did start with a D. It did. Weird. Isn't that weird? I mean, she does have good no, I feel odds, like I got something weird like that. Yeah. Like he's blonde and tall or something. And so and I, so I remember funny. being like, oh, okay. So but you something guys, weird like that. We want to hear your psychic stories. Yeah. Have you been right to a psychic? <laughs> I love this had, stuff. Okay. Or even a medium. Maybe people yes. have been to mediums if they've had a loved one pass on or 
oh my wanted gosh. to speak to their grandma. Like, I mean, there's like, people are into it. I'm curious. I I'm curious. love this stuff. Oh my so gosh. So you guys tell us your stories. Yeah. Maybe we'll put together a Halloween episode. I know. With all the listener. It's just around the corner. <laughs> yeah, Party really City. I was in Party City today and Halloween stuff's coming out oh right now. Gosh. They were unboxing That's it. That's crazy. And actually, I just posted today, I'm burning my pumpkin clove candle. It's like my favorite ever. Oh. It's a little early, but I love the scent. And it I makes me think of fall. I don't know that one. Pumpkin, pumpkin clove. clove. Yeah, it's like the best combo. Bath and body. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. How do I not know that? It might be a newer one. I've had like I, every I've loved ever I've loved every pumpkin one. And clove is actually probably my all-time. Even more than, um, what's that B word that smells like pine tree? Um, the B word? <laughs> it's a B word. It's uh, I have no idea. Birchwood? No. Move on, girl. Okay. Burn in time. Yeah. Anyways. Well, it's my fave. I Clove. get burned out of pumpkin real quick. Yeah. Like, yeah, real I get quick. That. Oh, see, I like it a lot. But this has clove. Clove's like my favorite. Okay. Clove. I need to check it out. All right. Well, in this episode, what we're talking about are warning signs. It might be time to change your pediatrician. Yes. Or signs of a good doctor, signs yes. of a bad doctor. Yes. We're talking doctors. And not only your pediatrician, but like maybe any specialist you see for your child. Do you think we parlay this into OB/GYNs or no? Oh, absolutely. OB/GYN is like the most crucial and more most relevant. But yeah, I think we want to start with the pediatrician angle. But I yeah, it goes all angles too. Totally. So I mean, I think the number one thing that all of us want in any doctor is we want to just be. Walk away feeling like we're being felt, like heard, we're being understood, validated, validated, a million questions, concern. And that's why speaking about pediatricians specifically, I feel like I've had so many different experiences, especially when I was like a new mom and asking all the stupid questions. I've actually changed pediatricians a handful of times. Have you? How many times? I really have. um, Three different offices. Okay. Yeah. And I'm with the same one since day one of Kristen, really? which I have a funny story about. Well, um, let's hear it. Go. So well, the funny thing is when you go in to have a baby, they just don't tell you you need to have your pediatrician picked out. This was my first child, my first time I'm in the off. Like, I, I think I just delivered. And they're like, okay, well, um, who's your pediatrician? Because they have to come the next day and check and do all the vitals on them. Right. And then they're also the ones that will eventually circumcise them. At least that was the case 10 years ago. Right. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't name a single pediatrician in the area. Like mm-hmm. we'd only been living in this part of town for two years. I was like, I, I have no idea. So I think I text maybe my sister-in-law and she just spouts off where she's at, what an office she's at. She's like, yeah, see, and, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I wrote it down. So I remember the first day, cause you're like still groggy, half asleep in pain. He comes in and checks my baby and he's this like shorter little balding man, kind of Italian looking. And he was in snake boots george will never forget he was in snake boots oh my god and george is like what the heck who's deal this breaker guy? <laughs> who's this guy and i was like i don't know i don't know what to do i didn't know so new moms heads up when you go and deliver you have to write down a pediatrician and an office and i just did not know you had to claim that right away anyways at first i was kind of iffy about him he's like kind of like he's a man of few words but he's still like warm and matter of fact but like gentle and warm and kind about it yeah and so he never makes you feel weird or stupid he never like makes you feel like 
annoying or anything. Do you think he takes your concerns serious enough? Yeah, I do. I okay. do. He's just very, um, what's the word? Like very No just, personality. Yeah, not much of a yeah. personality. So yeah. it's hard to read, right? So at first I was like, should I change? He's not vibing. I'm like a very like talkative, loud, crazy person. And I, but I'm actually really glad I didn't. I stuck it out because I didn't know at the beginning. He'd already seen my baby. I'm like, let's just stay with it. And then I ended up staying. And actually, he, he's really grown on me. Okay. And he really like knows all my kids. He remembers me. More than anything, he's always about, he's very like, hi, Lauren, how are you? Okay. He gives me a hug. Oh. Good to see you. How's everybody? And then he always, the funniest thing you would do that you just like chuckle, but now it's kind of cute. He'd be like, oh, look at these cheeks. I'm just going to eat these cheeks up. I'm going to eat these cheeks. I'm going to eat them. And I, at the time I was like, I roll. What is this? But now that I know him, I'm like, he's it's sweet. He's really sweet. So Aww. he has like circumcised all my babies. I've been at that office. I've had to go see another pediatrician in that office like the day he was out and it was like a, you know, emergency mm-hmm. take in, whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm not vibing here. You, it like makes you realize like how maybe good you have it. Or oh, I do really yeah. like my doctor because I'm not liking this doctor. Good. So it was like a good thing. Yeah. But it was just funny. Oh my gosh. Well, the very first one I had with Kate, same thing. I didn't really think about it either. Yeah. And I actually think in the hospital, I just used the on-call pediatrician to do her check in the hospital. I don't think I even put down one. And then I think I looked at Yelp or something. I pick one, whatever. We show up at like the three-day appointment with Kate, my first. And um, I just remember feeling like he was he was just like feeling himself too much. You know what I mean? Too cool. A little arrogant. too cocky. Yeah. A little too like didn't. I was so insecure. R- like right. I was oh my struggling gosh. breastfeeding. Days out of yeah birth. It was so it's hard. Crazy I just time. was like not, not sleazy but like oh not feeling this dude. So like yeah. right away I ended up switching offices and I've been with that office ever since. But with the exception that with my middle child we moved we moved north. Okay. So we were like 45 minutes from the office that I loved, right? The pediatrician's office that I loved. When I had Landon, I tried out a new office up in North Scottsdale. Right. That's where I was. Right. And um, the woman, the doctor, did I ever tell you about this? What she was wearing? Oh, the mini skirt? Yes. Okay. So my very first three-day appointment with Landon, I roll into this new office recommended by somebody. And this doctor, probably a 40-something woman, literally has on a mini skirt and high heels. And the skirt was, I'm not kidding. I think I saw underwear when she bent over. No. So. How old was she? I said mid 40s. Oh, mid 40s. And not that at, at any age that's professional. That's so in, um, unprofessional at any age if you're 25 or 45. But oh that's gosh. just weird. It was so weird. Did and she I, have a doctor's um like robe? What do you call that? No, Dra- a jacket. On? No, no, no. Oh, weird. No, it was so weird. That I is was so like, weird. Um, yeah, not down with that. So then I ended up leaving that and I just went 45. I started driving. Started started driving. driving. Oh my gosh. Bless your heart. But I've had a few kind of not well, yeah, great just ones. kind of mishaps where you're just it's it's kind of trial and error and you do want to vibe with the person I know. and feel comfortable saying kind of weird crazy things and mm-hmm. you again want to feel validated like I'm concerned about this. I want to press. And we've all talked about there's that mother intuition. Even if a doctor's just going through the motions and being like, no, that's normal. You know if it's not. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, no. I w-. And, and you when they hear you and they they keep researching or following mm-hmm. through with that with you, you feel validated. So, yeah. And you yes. feel reassured. Right. You're in good reassured. hands. Yeah. yeah, totally. Have you ever 
and this not just pediatricians. Have you ever had a doctor where you've like gone online and left a bad review? Like been so annoyed or because I feel like that's like next level bad. If somebody takes the effort to go online and write a yeah. bad review, oh, have yeah. you ever done that? I no, never have. I haven't. But I will say I'm not much a reviewer, period. I'm not either. Even if I like die and hate a restaurant or love it to death, I just don't leave a review. Yeah, no. I don't either. No. Which is horrible. So, yeah, I know. It's probably better that yeah. to get the feedback. I know. Well, okay. Let's kind of go through some of the warning signs that we yeah. kind of talked about. So... The first thing I kind of thought about is kind of what we were saying is that you just kind of don't feel like you're in a partnership, like a collaborative relationship with your doctor. You kind of feel like you're leaving the office with more questions than you started with. Or maybe more concern too. Like, oh my gosh. Exactly. And I, when I was kind of reading some like bullet points about this, I, I saw a few pediatricians say like, there, there's a lot of gray area when it comes to pedi- pediatrics and different therapies that can be used. So some doctors might want to just put them straight on antibiotics every single time. I mean, I have felt at times they've just thrown an antibiotic at everything. Oh, absolutely. It's and a I, literal Band-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but and it's so, the Band-Aid of just, oh, the standard sign it, sign it. And you do get so concerned when they're little, giving too many antibiotics. We are chronic ear infections. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't do amoxicillin one more time. Right. Or just all the different things. So yeah, I know know what you mean. But I feel like a good doctor will like, not judge you if you raise concerns about, I don't, I don't want to do that. Is there an alternative? What else can we do? Or even if maybe say you have concerns, like for example, with Landon early, early on, I was really concerned about his speech. He wasn't talking really well. And at first I kind of felt like they were like, Oh, it's normal. It's fine. He'll be fine. But it was just kind of eating away at me. Right. And then finally, they started saying, well, okay, let's get him an early intervention. Let's start some speech therapy, things like that. And so I don't know, I do feel like, like you said, you do just want to be reassured and like, have some input into the treatment. Or like, well, and maybe you're gonna talk about this later, but Landon's potty training. Too. Wait, oh yes. That doctor really took the time to like be yes. really hear you. I felt like I should talk about that right now. Go for it. Yeah, tell us the, yes. the potty so training. Story. I had potty trained him at like well, he was Well, you tried late. it first and yeah. then you kind of came back a little later. So I, it was hard. I I was I successfully potty trained him at like three, I would say successfully. But then he was having like accident after accident with poop. Okay. Right. That was it his- was brutal brutal you guys and he would do it because he was like holding it in when we were at the park or something and then finally when he would stop thinking about it he would like poop his pants and it was ongoing and it was driving me crazy yes oh and there the frustration at that level when you're potty training is like you never had one do that no evelyn remember evelyn had a hard time a little bit she had a hard time figuring out the toilet yeah that's my only one but it you do hit a point though just oh Oh, this was like rage i was so frustrated with it and so i finally was like i'm taking him to the doctor like this is crazy and my sweet doctor i love her so much she did she sat down and wrote out a full plan for me yeah and it started with uh, he took Miralax and then he got on a round of probiotics and then it essentially was 
he was like he it needed to soften up he yeah, needed to get over to, yes, the fear of how bad it hurt right because it was like a psychological thing he yes. would hold it in it would build up it would hurt really bad yes and then he wouldn't want to go again the next right. time so it's like you need to get him past the feeling that it's hurting and stuff right. like that oh my gosh she saved my life like right. it cleared up in like two weeks and we've been great ever since it was incredible oh my gosh yeah and that was her really oh. like just going out of her way to be like yes. let's figure this out find a solution Right. I've, seen, or I've seen this before. This is what's worked before. Oh my gosh. Because, and, but it's easy for doctors, and I'm sure us moms, let's be real, we're all kind of crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's not sleeping through the night. How do I fix it? What do I do? What do I do? And like, you know, or, and they, we like go to them for like almost fix it for everything yeah. and they and the speech or whatever they, I mean and we're so overly concerned yeah they hear it all and they probably do kind of be like it's okay this is normal we yeah. see this all the time and we don't want to hear that but we're like oh okay 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 but they probably do just get everything everything oh, under totally. the sun like everything totally. so I mean I can get where we're probably the crazy but at least if they like yeah. present themselves in like you know a good I don't way know, a totally. good way um another one that I thought was kind of important is or another warning sign that maybe you're not really jiving with your doctor is if you're constantly seeking out medical advice el- elsewhere. Right. Like if you're constantly like trying to get a second opinion from like family, or friends, Googling Google. everything, and you're like, I don't know about that. Yeah. Like if you're not fully trusting the doctor's expertise, may, like I, I feel like you should be able to come away from a doctor's appointment just feeling like all, like you know what's going on. You don't have any questions. You feel good about it. You right. feel confident. You right. know what I mean? So I thought that was a good one. And then a huge one for me is the office. Like if the office is set up in a way that works for me. And what I mean by that is I feel like we live in the city now. And this goes with all kinds of doctors. I feel like now it's all these big groups of doctors. And it's like just to get through to somebody who's a human being on the phone is like sometimes impossible with doctor's offices and it drives me crazy. I have just horrible experience with like an endocrinologist group here that it just like literally drove me crazy. Right. I mean, there's so many little things that go into making it a good experience when it comes to the office structure, like access to records, especially with the pediatrician when you're needing shot records and like documentation and stuff like that. Same day appointments. Same day appointments, totally. Are huge. So I feel like there's a lot of little things as far as the office is concerned. And their policies too of like cancellation or trying to get in on the same day. Yeah, the nurses. Yeah, the nurse. Oh, the nurses. The nurses are a big part. That's so true because they're really primarily who you're seeing most of the time like through the appointment and they do the shots and things and you just like want like some nice girls you really or do. whoever like yeah. handling your kids um, so have you ever had a doctor where it kind of goes back to the style of doctor but like have you ever had one where you just didn't like how they communicate or like their personality yeah, well, I well, guess going back to your original. Well, at first, I I really didn't know if we were gonna work. Yeah, jive together like it was gonna work. I was really like, ooh, maybe I pull out now and da da da. But at that point, I was just so many other things on my plate as a new mom. I was just like, it's fine, it's fine. Well, I have so I'm not gonna share which doctor it is in case any of you know him. But one of my doctors is. I feel like a very polarizing personality. Yeah. Like, I feel like you either get him or you don't. Like, oh, he's yes. extremely, extremely blunt. He's extremely dry. But, like, I 
love him. Like at the same time, he's just such a good doctor. Like I can kind of overlook a few of his quirks. You know what I mean? Like he has redeeming things about him that kind of, you know, make up for his oddities a little bit. Like he will personally call me on my cell phone, like to check in or to follow up. Like that's rare. That is. That's rare these days. And like, there's like little things like that. But I, so funny. I can remember my mom meeting him for the first time and being like, I do not like yeah, this Yeah, I remember you saying that. I do and not like him. And I do know him. people that like love him or just, yeah. no. And I do love Next. him. Yeah. I love him. But I, I same with my OB. He's like oh, a well, very. Oh, well, thanks. You just said who it is. <laughs> what? My OB. I didn't say it was my oh, OB. Oh, you're, so, so. No, it's fine. It is my OB. Yeah, go sorry. Ahead. We're going to the OB. It's totally fine. Go because, ahead. Because they're in the same office and they've both been there a long time. So they're kind of like. Yeah. Popular demand out in our area. And I, people like love my OB and I, I like him. I only went to him for Caleb. So my ta- like the tail end of things and I, but I, he's a very different personality. He, he kind of grows on you, the dry bedside, what do they call it? Bedside, bedside manner and all that. Mm-hmm. And so, but oh man, I literally have friends that would just like take oh, a bullet for him. They I just know. love him so much. And don't you want that with oh, your OB? Oh, absolutely. And I didn't have time to adjust to him right. that much, like grow on him, let him grow on me, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. But just because I had whatever, it was kind of crazy with Caleb's pregnancy. But oh, and um, I have to say that to any of you out there who don't just love your OB, yes, get a find, new one. Find go find one it. that you do love. Find your agree. one. <laughs> find that one that really oh my you know, makes you happy. Yeah, because no, but that gets you. That gets you, Absolutely. and that gets your situation because you're crazy. You're kind of crazy as a pregnant lady. Absolutely, you have so many concerns and questions, and like I can remember my OB just being like. Well, let's just look. Like he'll pull out yeah. the ultrasound machine just to set my mind at ease a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely, let's check or it like, out. Right, you know, not just like totally dismiss it. Like, yes. well, it's whatever. Like, I yes, go find your OB that you can trust and who you feel safe with. And oh, that is a big one. That's I agree. A big one. I agree. okay. The next one is if you're leaving the doctor's office feeling at all ashamed or like you're being blamed for something, it's definitely time to find a new doctor. And I think this is where. Somebody might make you feel like you're silly for asking a question or, you know, well, okay, Lauren, have you ever lied to the doctor during a well check with your child? Be honest. Hmm. I, I don't think so. Like, I really don't think I have. Like, I can't. Think I totally of t- have. I don't. I can't think of like something I would have. Maybe. Oh, I know. I know what I lied. What? I have lied with the antibiotics for 10 days. I never can make it the freaking 10 days ever. Like Caleb's ears, like he's supposed to be on amoxicillin for 10 days. I don't think I've ever done a solid 10 days. But That's why it keeps coming no, back, no, Lauren. Be, well, n- no, kidding, because I'm he's kidding. like feeling so much better. All the symptoms are gone. Like it slowly fades away. I don't think I've like ever. I mean, we'll go seven days, but mm-hmm. like to go the 10 days and he's been 100% for three it's days hard. already. I, I just know. like trail off. Like yeah. not even intentionally. I just yeah. kind of forget about it. Oh. So I do probably fib on that. Oh, like, I oh, feel yes. like I've totally fibbed a few times about like the veggies and the fruits. Yeah, And all the sure, food yeah, servings. yeah. 
And I don't I probably over talk. Like I'm kind of like not nervous talking, but kind of like, oh, yeah, no, well, we we don't get them all. But we try. We try. We could be better. Oh, my gosh. So fun. So the next one that we kind of wanted to point out is if your clinician or your doctor, if they just seem disengaged, like they're just staring at the screen, especially with the pediatrician, you want them down there with the kids. Pinching the cheeks, like you said. Yes. Making the child feel super comfortable. Like the pediatricians that we have, I do love that because they kind of get on the kid's level. They, you know, they're like, oh, you're such a big guy or like whatever. They make them feel super comfortable. And I do really love that. Yeah. Being in tune with their patients yeah. and things. I, I like that too. I can't stand when I go to a doctor's office. And I have had this multiple times where they are just typing on the computer. Or as they're talking. just talking to you and they're not even looking at the child. Yeah. Or something that's like so, yeah, not, I don't like that either. Not oh my comfortable. Gosh. And I will say, this might be me putting my foot in my mouth. I'm sorry if any of you out there, your husbands, or maybe you are this, but I feel like the more specialized you get as a doctor or the more training you have, like the surgeons or the specialists, the worse they are at this. Like yeah. I feel like it becomes more, um, clinical for lack of better words they're not as engaging they don't hear you as much Mm -hmm. like any time that we had to go for any type of special like specialists I just don't get the warm and fuzzies I just don't it bugs me you know but I guess you have to deal with that I I've I had a weird experience with my ENT with I've mentioned multiple times you do see one regularly well yes and no that's the whole problem so Caleb has like some crazy ears. He he had a frequent ear infections pretty much early on from a few months old. So, you know, we did the ENT, we went got it checked, whatever, and he suggested tubes. And I figured that. Um, and not too that's not that huge of a deal. But he was probably about he's probably like eighteen to twenty months around there. Anyways, we get the surgery, and I actually know this doctor through some ties, and he's a younger guy, good nice good guy. Mm-hmm. Um he does the tubes, and no joke, two days later, both the tubes have fallen out. And I was like, wait, what? Is that normal? And he said, no, not really. Like, he's rarely had that happen. And he was, he, and it was crazy because I, we were going to have to do it again, and we were going to have to do a more permanent tube, like, totally on my dime. Like, it was crazy. Mm. I was like, wait, we have to repeat the surgery? That How is that? This is, like, not even normal. Oh. So... It was a crazy situation, but I was like, of course, do what we need to do. So we put in what they call a T-tube, which is more permanent. So very long story short, the tube, you know, drains. Many of you know, you're nodding with me. It drains out. Instead of building up that pressure of the wall of the eardrum, mm-hmm. it drains out that pressure. So it's never too painful, but clearly there's still still an infection. If Whoa. stuff is draining or gooey, you have something wrong in there. So you still need to treat it, but at least it's not painful. Like that's where a lot of the pain where they lay down or whatnot, it's because of that built up pressure. So we still had to treat these ear infections around amoxicillin all the time. But at that point, we're really just seeing the pediatrician when it Mm -hmm. act up. So these T-tubes are more permanent, whereas the regular ones, they fall out after a year, year and a half. That's what it's supposed to do. 
So my my ENT ends up moving to Phoenix Children's Hospital and we like don't see him again. And I called the office and they're like, you could see a different doctor. And I was like, okay. But he was continually still having so much drainage. Even so now we're like, let's say we're about a year, we're probably about two years out from all of this. And I'm like, this just cannot be normal that he is literally still having con- uh, constant ear infections. Like that's not normal. That's not yeah. healthy. So long story short, I go to my sister's ENT and he ends up telling me that, oh, these tubes have to come out. That's what's causing at this point infection. The tube has oh, like no. been there too long. It's causing more damage than good at this point. It's causing more because it evolved to like more of a mucus drainage. Like it almost looked like a snotty nose coming oh, out gosh. of his ear. Oh, it was no. not just like a clear liquid. It was like stuff and I was like and blood sometimes and I was like I just have never seen nor heard of anything like this so he takes the tubes out and miraculously he is like so much better hasn't had ear infections haven't has had drainage maybe once and that's probably just like from the pool like pool swimmer's ear you know yeah and so he's doing so much better but now we have a new problem because my ENT did not tell me at any point until I found a new ENT to take the tubes out, the tubes are kind of a perma hole now. So we might have to go in there and surgically close the holes if they don't heal up by themselves. So it's kind of been like a nightmare, to be honest, from start to finish, from the tubes falling out, the constant ear infections over years, now to a permanent hole that we might have to surgically go in and close. And it's just been like, what? So if any of you have like crazy chronic ear infection problems, I mean, DM me. I probably can relate or we can share advice because it's been like interesting. But I felt like it fell through through we fell through the cracks when the ENT moved offices that's fine he's moving on to bigger and better things children's a big deal here but like where is the follow-up for the patient you know I was kind of like okay he's gone should I move over to another doctor I'm still seeing my pediatrician I'll just stick with that I guess Mm -hmm. but little did I know like these tubes have to come out little did I know these tubes are causing damage and when ears are so fragile like you worry about the hearing and the long-term effect and so it's like I, I, I was and am frustrated with the process. So I'm yeah, going to have to figure that out. That's so hard. You so. definitely want to find someone who like knows your history and follows right. up on it. And, when, and I should have called. Like when I was like, this is not normal. Like bleeding out of the ears, like goo coming out of his ears, like almost every two to three weeks right. after an antibiotic. I'm like, what is happening? And I, it took me to find a new doctor for him to be like, these tubes need to come out like yesterday oh. and and we need to pull them out. And That's he's done so, so much better. So, you know, follow that like instinct that, you know, and figure out what the root of the problem is. Yeah, you do know what's best as mom. Right, And I do. think you, you're there every day. You're like the foot soldier. So like you see all the little ins and outs and keep pushing, keep getting second opinions. If like you're not feeling like your answers are being right met or your needs are being met or whatever. I know. On the other hand, I have, I don't think I've shared Kate's like full MRSA story. I won't go into the whole thing, but my oldest child on our way back from Disneyland one trip, she got MRSA, which is, I don't remember what it's something resistant staph infection. It's a bad staph infection, essentially long story short. By the time we got home from California, she had like a fist sized 
abscess in her diaper area that I took her to the pediatrician. They're like, get her to the hospital right now. She was in surgery in the hospital all week. It was crazy. Isn't that so crazy? Oh it my was wild. Gosh. But my point in saying all of that is her pediatrician, who we were with at that time, it was a woman. And I loved that, like, throughout Kate's whole early childhood, she knew her history. And, like, she paid attention to the MRSA factor and, like, any little time there she would always bring it up and because she knew it was like a big enough deal she would be like okay anytime you see anything that looks like a bump or spider bite or I mean there were a few times she caught it just on like well checks where I didn't even catch it you know but yes. she was like keeping her history in mind right it's and a consistent yeah pop- and I appreciate something consistent that. to watch for yeah yeah exactly and like she caught things that like I didn't catch as a new mom, you know, I didn't know what to look for. But like if you're getting different doctors the whole time and like they just don't know your child. Right. That's just hard. That is hard. Super hard. Um, The last thing I wanted to point out really quick, like bullet point on this whole doctor talk is listen to your child. Like as your child gets older and if they're not vibing with the doctor, maybe seek out another doctor. Yeah. And, And a point I kind of was thinking about is like, So I have a a woman doctor. Like, I wonder as if my boys get older, will they be weird with having a woman as Mm -hmm. their pediatrician? Because they have to do physical exams and all this stuff, right? Right. Right. And so I'm like, I wonder if I'm going to have to find like a a male doctor for them to be comfortable. If they're comfortable. Absolutely. I get that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. And so that was like an interesting thought too. So I just wanted to say that like if your child is just like always dreading going there. Right. Or it's like a bad, scary experience for them. Then yeah, you need to think of better options possibly. I agree. another option. And on that topic of age, when do you stop going to the pediatrician? When do they turn over to a general doctor or whatever? What do you think? Oh, I feel like honestly, I've seen some teenagers in my office and I think it's always like kind of awkward because you just think of like babies and toddlers. Right. But yeah, a pediatrician is like, I would almost say zero to 18. Would you? I would. I mean, you if you do switch over to a family doctor, if you have a bunch of teenagers, I think that's appropriate too. But I mean, if you do have a five-year-old and you happen to have a 14-year-old, yeah. I mean, stick to the pediatrician. See, I but, grew up in a small town where we only had general doctors. Yeah. I did not see a pediatrician. Like I just saw right. the general doctor. Right. And so I thought of about that too I'm like when do you phase out of that because yeah I don't see a lot of big kids in our office yeah like at all right. interesting okay well that was just our thoughts on it yeah no I think it's a great subject and I think even when considering like we said your OB for yourself definitely a family doctor you want it to feel totally comfortable you want to be satisfied you're paying for that service you need that it's like crucial part of like society so be happy with what you're getting and if not keep looking and And there's so many different methods to medicine these days yeah I feel like you can go like the super clinical MD approach you can go more holistic more natural homeopathic ways like there's so many different types of medical care now yes find your lane and find what's comfortable so absolutely okay well let's wrap up this episode with our hits and misses what is your hit of the week my hit is oh my hit is I am having some girls' nights this week. Oh yeah, you have. I, You've I partied. Happen, no, I ha- we have some plans. Sarah and I have some plans tonight for a friend's birthday, and then last night, last minute, a, a friend invited me over for dinner and some games, and that was just really nice. I mean, part of me, it's funny. 
like I told you guys a few weeks back, I find myself like introverting and turning inwards and not doing venturing out and doing all the many things that I normally do. But and I was kind of like, no, go, Lauren, because it's easy to just be like, I want to get my pajamas and watch my show. Yeah, I don't want to talk to people. But I'm so glad that I went because it just it just gives you those like oh it rejuvenates you endorphins and it just wakes you up and you're just like no I needed that that was good it wakes you up that is a good way to say it like yes man I just feel like a zombie and for like so many in so many ways the last few weeks so that was a lot of fun and then tonight will be nice so I think it's just refreshing to force yourself out sometimes and say yes guys say say yes yes. be yes be there's the yes man so be yes woman yes ma'am yes ma'am yes ma'ams um okay well my hit is kind of on the relationship front um last week I had just had it was a Tuesday had my Tuesdays have sucked lately yeah you said that which is funny it happened to be Tuesday it was not Monday it used to be Monday did you just say that yeah okay sorry I didn't hear you I was talking over you as per usual um (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) listeners um my Tuesdays have been next level like so bad I feel like it's literally like Murphy's Law like anything that will go bad that day it's going bad on a Tuesday interesting and anyway um where was I at? Oh, yes. So I had had like a terrible Tuesday. My husband was out doing something and I got in the kids in bed. He was not there for bedtime. I was annoyed. PMSing, rightly so. Yeah. I'll say that. I'll put that out there and I'll own that. Okay. Uh-huh. I was on, I was in a mood and I was PMSing, but he was out of the house. He didn't help me with bedtime. And I said, I want a pick me up a Reese's on your way home. Mm-hmm. I want a Reese's. Okay. I knew he was going through a taco place that was right next to a convenience store, okay? Okay. And I know he's always freaking on his phone when he's sitting in a drive-thru line. Yes, I looked, I found his location on the iPhone. I saw where he was at and I was like, perfect. He's sitting in the drive-thru line. He's going to see my text. Long story short, he comes home without my chocolate and I was pissed, okay? I'm like, you just never listen to me. A freak, only freaking thing I asked for is I want a Reese's. He's like, fine, I'll go back. I'll, be, I'll, I'll go, I'll go. I'm like, no, forget it. I'm going to take a shower. Forget it. I don't even care. And of course, I have no sweets in my house because I was trying to like not have any temptation. Girl, anyway, long story short, I go upstairs to take a shower. When I come out of the shower, he had gone and gotten me two Reese's and he put them on my pillow. <laughs> And then I sat in bed and ate all the Reese's. Oh, good. <laughs> I that thought there was going to be like you know, Reese's pieces all over the bed. <laughs> He's dancing and throwing them in the air like, okay. So I don't really know why it's my hit, but I loved that he sucked it up and he went and got good. it. And as yeah, he should. That's he great. Should have. I love that. Well, I wasn't pregnant. I You only can really play that card when you're pregnant. Well, but, but I yes, totally when he, it, was he out having fun or was he like working? I don't even know what he was doing to be but honest but if he's out remember. having fun you can play that card yeah. if he's like doing a boys thing you can be like um and i need this and uh, don't you dare say no i know um, okay what was your miss my miss i would say honestly was the podcast this week guys oh, i just feel like i've kind of dropped the ball on a few things it's been a crazy it's been a crazy week for sarah and i with like on the school front oh, and yeah. a lot of things this week and so it's just been like wild i just keep saying to sarah that like my life is not my own anymore. I and know. I think that's the hardest thing. I feel like, you guys, I'm not going to say like so much. I just, I, I hear it echoing in my ears and it's awful. <laughs> um, no, I just feel 
that life is so controlled by the children and the schools and all the things right now. And I just have no sort of say or freedom in my schedule. Even today, I, my, the twins' birthday is tomorrow. I'm literally ditching school to go buy like their birthday supplies. Like, when am I to do these things? I know. Because they're tied to a computer yeah. and they're young and I'm not going to just like leave them home for a few hours solo. And so it's all of that kind of thing. And so the podcast just majorly got bumped. Sarah's been doing too much of the Instagram. I getting are back on email. Are we going to keep emails. doing the podcast, Lauren? Yes. Let's just put it out here. Yes, we are. <laughs> Don't catch us on a bad week, guys. Because then it's like, oh man, can we keep going? Can we keep doing but this? Literally, when I say it out loud to someone, like I, w- I was having a conversation with somebody this week, and they were like, "What's been going on?" You know, and I was just saying what is going on in my life right now. I'm working. I'm teaching trying to have a podcast like like there's just too managing many managing a household yeah there is too much happening right now and like forget cooking forget any domestic responsibility that's supposed to be going on in my life right yeah. now not happening like yeah. we we ate crap takeout every single night this week it's embarrassing but like oh, but something oh, has to give oh, when we're man. running when we're doing school it is so hard it's like it, that's the thing when that's off the table I know so much will feel lighter and I easier. hope so but like it's so hard for me to even see that light at the end of the tunnel I know right now. I, when is that gonna even happen like I feel like at the beginning of summer the end of summer I like I was feeling excited and like oh this is gonna be great and then I just feel like point after point the rug keeps getting pulled out from under oh, us yeah. and I'm just not feeling all that great about like the election coming up and oh, the and fallout after the election oh, absolutely and like oh my gosh 2020 so, absolutely has been constant disappointment constant. in every angle yes. I mean I keep hearing even personal matters with family and things like that or friends and I'm just like what is happening if you had any intention for something hopeful or joyous this year it I will know. be squashed and I just think that's wild and it's almost literally a curse of 2020. And I do feel like you're right. I mean, it's hard to be hopeful at this point. I mean, we've been bashed in the head for seven months now. And it's hard to be like, nothing else is going to happen, but we're going to keep getting bashed. And so it's, and, and especially to say with this. the election coming. Oh my Absolutely. gosh. I hate to say this, but I will freaking debate somebody right now if they want to debate me on it. But unless you have young children oh. going through this whole thing. You don't get to judge a mother or a family situation. Absolutely. You don't get to judge a mom for being bitchy or for not, you know, having all her crap together or Or do they even have a room they do they even have room to like or vote not or have a her say mask or, or even whatever. have a say in exactly. it though. Isn't it unfair that a lot of these decisions are being made by people that <clears throat> our superintendent and all that like right. that they have no idea what it's like they don't have any idea what real life is like and I get it there is a pandemic going on I get it I don't think it's a hoax I don't think it's a conspiracy I know people are dying okay but I'm saying there are some like real crap go- not crap it's just hard this is like next level hard and when I get comments like about the school thing like you just want a babysitter or suck it up and take care of your kids or whatever I seriously just want to tell those people like mm-hmm. throw the middle finger up at them yeah. and be like you have no idea like they have no idea the mental toll the last six months have taken on us moms they have no idea no idea because as mothers, we are like the caregivers. Like, yes, the fathers are like 
responsible to this. But I feel like as a mom, we have a little bit more of like an emotional toll in this whole thing. Oh, a hundred percent. And a hundred percent, most of it falls on us. What are the dads to do? Are they going to stay home from their jobs? It's already hard enough. You're staying home from your job to make things work. And how do you even do that? How do working moms even do that? I know. But then on top of the nurturing and the cooking and the cleaning and keeping them dressed and happy and entertained and exercising all the things. How? And and like to the old lady in Target who like side eyes me me as I have my children in Target with me, I just want to say to her, literally, we have been inside of our house for like seven months now. Mm -hmm. There's literally like zero fun to be had. It's freaking 115 degrees outside. If I want to take my kids to Target and if they're not wearing a mask, so be it. Like I've had them, they're in my cart. They're not around touching everything, but like, I'm so over it. I'm so over like judgy people who who are just so out of retouch with out of touch with reality. Oh, absolutely. That and that old lady, honestly, dude, and now this is offensive, I'm sure, but should stay home then. If I know. she's scared of the germs, I'm not scared of it. Give me COVID at this point. Right? Give it to me. Dude. I am not scared. But if you are concerned or worried and you do have risks, then I do say don't go to Target. I know. So you don't side eye. You don't worry about the mask. You don't worry about what the other people are doing. Control yourself and your situation. I know. And we're con- trying to control the best we can we're of ours. Trying. And if that is a trip to Target to pick out to some buy crayons a freaking Lego set or something, leave like, me alone. Then let us go do that. Like they, we, it's freaking this, America, okay? Uh, right. Oh, <laughs> I've been gosh. on house arrest for seven freaking months. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kind of losing my shit a little bit. No, I think like we, a little bit. We all are. We all are. And that's it. That's where the podcast comes in of like, of course, it falls last on the list. How can it not, you guys? And right. we're trying to stay afloat and keep it going. But when it's when it is kids, school, cleaning, husbands, jobs, like mm. everything, it is so hard to do all of it. All of it. So we're just a whole trying. lot of balls in there. Yeah. Lauren. Yeah. What is so, that from, friends? Whole lot of balls. Yeah. Anyway, okay. My miss, really quick. I actually, this was a huge win for me this week. So it was kind of hit and a miss. But my Luke started a like part time preschool. Yeah. Okay. And he actually got to go in person. Yes. And he was so happy and excited. But our little miss for the week is they have like 45 minutes of quiet time where they're supposed to like take a nap or like lay on a mat yeah. or whatever. Yeah. He got in trouble the very first day. What did he do? <laughs> he wouldn't stay on his mat. Oh, so, <laughs> the teacher's like, well, um, he didn't want to stay on his mat. And I'm like, well, does he not nap anymore? And I'm like, no, but he sleeps yeah. seven to right. seven at night, you know? Right. Anyway, so it was just oh. so, it was so fun. Like I was trying to like kind of get on to him and tell him you got to stay on your mat but it was so cute at the same time yeah oh that's so funny oh he's probably just so eager to be there he was so happy sit in the dark no thanks I know oh Lauren it was so cute and all the little stuff he comes home with like learning how to cut like doing crafts with his name like painting the colors and all the little things he's learning I was just like oh a taste of normalcy yeah right absolutely it's wonderful absolutely and all the all the siblings so jealous he gets to go oh they are yeah for sure Um, But no, I will say online learning went a little bit better this week. Yeah, it really did. And I'm trying to just get over my crap with it. But yeah, it's it's been a trip. Yeah, I hate to end on that negative. Yeah, I know that was like so we took a turn there. You guys, Yeah, we took took a turn. (laughs) But um, But no, it'll be fun. Um, We are back 
every Monday with a new episode, hopefully. Right. Right, guys. Keep us alive. (laughs) Keep us coming back. No, I'm I'm kidding. I know. But if you like what you hear, please take a moment to go leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen. We would really appreciate it. And then we always, always are so grateful for any shares or recommendations. So anytime you share us on social media, make sure you tag us. You can find us at the Mom Voice Podcast. We like to see it and say thank you. Yes, we do. So So, thanks for being here. All right, guys. Have a great week. Stay positive. Yes. Chin up. (laughs) Take care of each other. Bye, guys.